0: Welcome to Knitter Square. I'm your host, Leanne Hunt, and I hope you'll pick up your knitting and spend the next little while with me as we share that warm fuzzy feeling that comes when we knit in crochet for charity.
1: Hello and welcome to episode nine of the podcast. Today I decided to record the introduction of the podcast from a spot in my garden. It's very early morning and we are in early August which is springtime. Now unfortunately there's some traffic noise around but I wanted to get for you the sounds of the birds waking up. It's just after six o'clock in the morning, the sun hasn't risen yet and I've brought my dogs to sniff around in the garden before I make my morning coffee. In the week's episode I have for you an interview with Kath Reidy who's one of our long-standing loyal members of Nissa Square. She has contributed squares for up to 600 uh, Nissa Square blankets mostly crocheted in granny squares and she shares with you how she ships these to South Africa to um, save on some of the costs surrounding postage. She's in the UK Uh, Estelle tells me that last year, I think it was last year, uh, she was privileged to join up Kath's 500th blanket, um, and that was in the colors of the uh, South African rugby team, um, in honor of the South African team's win of the Rugby World Cup. I also have for you an interview with Vivian, and she shares a little of what it's like in Soweto during the lockdown, especially with the children being out of school and how they're managing to keep up with their schooling. Um, So there's lots to listen to and keep you entertained for this week's episode. And before I sign off, I'm just going to let you listen for a couple of minutes to the birdsong.
0: Hi Kath, it's so lovely that you could join me today and I really apologize for the hassles we had on Zoom, but this is the, the nature of the age we're now in, where we all have to learn a bit about technology.
2: <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> me more than most. Maybe.
0: Oh my goodness, it's quite a challenge, isn't it? It is indeed. Yeah. So
2: Kath, you
0: are in the UK, I believe.
2: We are, Yes.
0: And can you maybe just describe for everybody the scenery around where you live and the setting?
2: Right, well, we live, I live in Liverpool, mm-hmm. uh, in an area called West Derby. Okay. Um, there's houses around, but there's a lot of greenery and a lot of trees. That's nice. And we have a nice garden. Nothing compared to the size of yours, of course, I'm sure, but <laughs> it's big enough for us to look after.
0: Yeah. That's right. No, mine's not enormous, but I do have a couple of
2: big trees in it, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we've got lots of bushes. I said they're easier to keep bushes. Absolutely. Keep bush. that, that's right. Yeah. We, we lived in a terrace house in Edge Lane for many years, okay. 30 years. So we didn't have a garden, so we didn't really know what we were doing when we got this one. And then you but have to sort of learn from scratch, which is quite hard. <laughs> And you teach an old dog new tricks, I'm not yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
0: And it's <laughs> summer where you are, so I'm sure it's quite
2: hot today as well. It's a very hot day today, a rarity. We've had a lot of rain recently. Mm. But today's about 30 degrees. Wow. Which is really hot for here because it's quite humid.
0: Yes, I can imagine.
2: Yes, sure. yeah, so. So we're all puffing and blowing a little bit today. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) It's not exactly knitting weather, but maybe you can tell us a little bit about your involvement in Knitter Square and how you first came
2: across it. Oh, right, okay, seems a long story now. Um, I retired um, in 2012. I mean, I put off retiring because I didn't quite know what I was going to do with myself. Anyway, I did a bit of knitting for the family. I made some hats for another charity. Um, But I needed something more. So I I used to live in Zimbabwe at one time. um, For quite quite a few years, three of the children were born there. Mm -hmm. So I looked online and found Knitter Square, South Africa. I was looking for Zimbabwe, but came across South Africa. And that's where it started, really. a few and then a few more and a few more and then I told some people at the church and, and then they put in the bulletin so they started giving me squares as well so okay it just sort of uh, like topsy it grew <laughs> yeah um, so I think now we're on something like I've, I've got about 25,000 from other people squares that is you know, awesome and then they've got the problem comes of posting them and the costs yeah. involved. Because, people well, the want to make,
0: that, because that really is quite a challenge. But um, in the meantime, just can you tell me, so that when you first put the, the invitation out to your church group, did it become a sort of a, um, like a community effort that, that everybody was, was all involved with,
2: with Knitter Square? It's hard to say it was a community effort. So I think people were happy to knit. Mm-hmm. I, I used to, I used to have a box at the back of church and a few different churches, and oh, people okay. used to put the squares in. And I used to ask them to leave the names and a phone number, but of course they never did. Yeah. Uh, so they're all quite anonymous, really. And then uh, do you put a, a note to say what the size of the squares need to be in that? Yeah, yeah. I have a little, uh, okay. little pack that I give That's out. And it
0: tells sure. them about
2: knitters yeah. and some of the patterns. And I'm sure yeah, a people little. enjoy
0: doing something that they know is going to have a, it's for a good cause and that they don't have to worry about making sure it reaches where it needs to reach because you'll do that. Exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly. So are yeah. you
0: still running it that way with boxes at various churches?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of grown a little bit because there's a, there's a man in one of the other churches who's taken it upon himself okay. to uh, spread the word, let's say. Yes. So, it comes along with big bags of squares, which I have to say are various sizes. People have various interpretations of an eight inch square, <laughs> uh, yes. they range from one inch to 15 inches or something. Yes, like. but but you, it, it's no
0: problem, we take whatever we can get and <laughs> do something with them.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I'm a bit the moment because we've been in lockdown, so yes, there's quite a few squares locked in churches, I think. Oh, of course, because oh, the please. churches
0: are closed and not
2: meeting. Well they've, they've opened now, but just on okay. a very small scale. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: And then the collection of squares
2: away. has probably fallen behind a bit as well. Well I don't know because people have they've been in lockdown, wanted something to do. So, so I've anticipated quite a few quite a few more really. Yeah. Oh, maybe that will be the case. But yeah. Maybe. I'll have to wait and see. <laughs> well I've just about three weeks ago, I sent a consignment um, by courier, by a shipping place, um, 12 yes. boxes.
0: That's Insane. incredible. Now, now, you are well known at Nessa Square um, as the person who sends multiple boxes and ships them. So can you tell us why you decided to opt for that particular method and how it
2: all came about? Well, first of all, I'll say cost. Mm. Because I used to send mine by um by the post office, and you can send like two blankets further to time. Yeah, but they've got a certain size, blah, blah blah, and then yes, for the two blankets, it was it was costing about twelve pounds. So that's six pound a blanket, really. It's just I mean I, I don't know how many rand you get to the pound these days. Yeah, quite a lot of money, anyway. Yeah. So that was fine, I didn't mind doing that for my own. But when I started getting all these hundreds of squares, mm-hmm. it became more of a, a problem, really. Not to mention all the different sizes I was getting to send them as a blanket pack wasn't very easy. Yeah. So, so I have a, a bit, one of my daughter in laws used to work in a shipping office. So she said, "Why don't you try seeing if they'll send some free or cheaper or whatever." Mm-hmm. So I knew, I knew that Knitter Square at that time didn't really like courier things. Um, so I did, I did inquire off um, mm-hmm. Estelle and uh, Rhonda, and, and they said it was okay if I sent it to somebody's house. Yes. So I sent them to Estelle's house. Um, anyway, the first one gave me a box free. Okay. They weren't going to charge me because nice. it was a good thing. So that was great. And then of course the next time, I had a lot more, so I thought, I can't ask for another free one. <laughs> so uh, I asked for special rates. Yes. So, so then I sent, I think, I think I sent four boxes the next time. And then I asked for six the time after. And the price didn't go up, so I thought, oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. The more I send, the cheaper it becomes. Anyway, we got up to 10 last time. Yes. So I asked for 12. 12 <laughs> <12's laughs> the most of it. But it was costing me that much to send mine, that really I could send mine and everybody else's for the same price. I see. If it's in my career. That's not. So marvelous. that solved. That
3: problem. Yes. Yeah.
0: I, I, I was there once at the barn when a big truck arrived, and they opened the doors, you know, these big sliding doors <laughs> like a removal van, and there, out yeah. came yeah. these big boxes, and it was really awesome to see, and I mean, everybody loves it when
2: your boxes arrive, because they've always got exciting things in them. <laughs> I, I always hope that they don't burst on the way, no, because I'll I put that one They them, they arrive and, and I have those, um, those uh, vacuum bags inside. mm so, yeah. So this time it took a while to pack 12 boxes. And as, as they were packed, day by day I kept looking and they kept bulging a little bit more yes. and then a little bit more. I thought, Ooh, <laughs> are they going to go? And no, I'll just have to wait.
0: On a practical level, Kath, do you take the boxes home and put them somewhere in your house and fill them, you know, from packets and things?
2: Yeah, I, I wait until I've got enough mm-hmm. to fill as I say, it's cheaper to send more rather than less. Yes. So, because so, I, I do quite a few as well, so I, I, I take up like five of the boxes. Um, okay. So I, I've got various cupboards and hidey <laughs> holes in my small house, <laughs> Yes. where I have squares. Um, I've got a conservatory that's nothing like a conservatory. It's just a, a giant square room, really, space. <laughs> um, so. So when I can't take it anymore, then I, I, I send for the boxes and then yes. we fill them up. Then does so the shipping get the company collect from you? No, no, no. We take them. Gosh, that's quite but a big I, job. It was. It was because our car's not big enough. Mm. One of my sons has, has a, like a camper van type thing. Oh, okay. So he took some this time. Yes. Took. So, um, yeah. That's actually... So
0: they're a- on the way It's an amazing
2: effort that you make for us. It's really stunning. I enjoy it. It gives me something to do. It gives me a purpose. Yeah, yeah. A really big interest. Have you ever visited the barn, Kath? Yes, yes. We went about um, five years ago. Okay. Yeah. At the time, we had um, relatives in South Africa. Mm -hmm. We lived in Clip River, um, which isn't too far, I don't think. Uh, and obviously we had relatives still in Zimbabwe. So we thought, well, we'll combine the two. So we'll make it a holiday to see them. Yeah. And also go to, to Nissa Square and, and and see them. So we, we, I spent the day there. So it was lovely. That's really great. And did you yeah. help with the sorting and things when you were there? Kind of. There was a, a big box came in. Yeah. Uh, and at the... There were squares just thrown in, um, in this box. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many different sizes there were, um, of the so-called 18-squares. <laughs> those was <laughs> in about 20 different sizes, I think. Yeah. I dealt with those for a little while. Mm-hmm. I was too busy chatting to people and looking around. And well, of course, that's ad- an exciting admiring thing. It's quite surreal, really. Mm. You know, to be in the place where I'd seen all the pictures. And. That's right. So,
3: yeah, yeah so
2: it was lovely. Met Rhonda and Estelle and th- th- or however you say her name, I'm not sure. Um, wasn't there, but um, Wendy was there. Yes, and Wendy, yeah. Ladies, Wendy, and. Yes, yes. Healthy. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, so it was lovely. And tell me about lovely. your own work, because I know you're a great crocheter. Oh no, I, 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 play, I do plain and simple granny squares. I can't do anything else. Okay. I can do a C as a pinch, um, but mostly it's granny squares. I and I find them, them nice and quick and easy. Way. And they're nice and colorful, aren't they? And Beautiful and so pretty. Yeah. And
0: it's, especially um, if you sort of do, do them yeah, in, in various colors or matching colors and things like that, when they yeah, combine into, the, into
2: blankets, together.
0: they just look stunning.
2: Yeah, and, and you learn a lot about colours, I think, doing this. That's you know, true. what goes with what, what makes what pop. You know, so Sorry, there's a
0: airplane outside my window. I can barely hear you. I apologise for that.
2: <laughs> don't worry, don't yes. worry.
0: You were saying? So,
2: so? Yeah, so where did we get up to? Um, uh, I think you were saying you love the granny's. Oh, yeah, and the colours. Oh. And as I say. Sometimes I'll sit there for half an hour thinking, now what colour goes with that? Because I have quite a supply of wool. Okay. I like to keep myself well stocked. That's my other hobby, you see. I was going to say, us knitters and crushers, we love to buy wool, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I've got, again, that takes up quite a lot of space. Yes. It's a feature in my way. I have a, a bootcase that's full of colourful yes. wool.
0: And do you prefer oh, yeah. to knit in like chunky or sort of the, the thicker wool or the double knitting? Yeah,
2: I, I, I like the iron better. It grows bigger. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one round less on every granny square. You're right. It is. And, it's, and I, so it's, it makes a
0: quite, quite a nice firm, warm
2: textured uh, fabric, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I do quite a lot in that. I do do double knitting as well mm. uh, in, in the and just lately, I've been it been knitting just by way of a change. Um, but two strands of double knitting together, and that makes a lovely thick. Yeah. Thick, thick. thick so. I've been thinking of doing that because I'm. I must
0: be honest. I usually knit in double knitting, um, and I have done for years and years. But we've had a very cold winter this winter, and when I look at my floppy sort of quite flimsy double knitting squares and I look at my chunky ones, the, the ones in this yeah. sort iron of weight, I, I kind of think that the iron weight makes a nicer blanket for this cold weather. So I'm also inclined to put the double knitting together into
2: you know knit it double and see how that turns out. Yeah that's what I've been doing like a C to C square. Mm-hmm. Do two straps like a size seven or eight needle grows yeah. quite quickly. And the softness is just incredible. It's lovely. You can wrap yourself do, up in a blanket, you know. lovely. And then do you,
0: do you sometimes knit um, in, say, two contrasting colours or, say, a pink and a white?
2: Yeah. So some of the ones, again, in the boxes that are on the way, are like the, you know, half-and-a-half half things Hmm. Where, you, where you've got, some, I think, some half is mustard and the other half is brown or something like that.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, so
2: then you get a pattern on it, you know. But yeah. you, they're not as a... They're not as effective as uh, as the granny squares color wise. I don't think that's
0: true. They're not. Yeah, but yeah. I've been thinking of of if I take two double knitting wools and put them together, um, not necessarily using two pinks, but maybe uh, say a light pink and a dark pink, or a light pink and a white, or something. And you
2: could. I've, I've been I've been using I've been using up a lot because I end up with a lot of bits. Yes, you a know, lot of balls and things like that, or mm-hmm. odd balls. Um, so I've, I've been trying to use up some of the wool I've got. Yeah. You know, some of the odds and sods that I've got. So yeah. it's quite effective for that as well.
0: I think so. And it, it adds interest if, you, um, if you're using up leftovers. I think it's, it's always interesting to see
2: what comes out. Well, it eas- eases the uh, situation on space as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice <My> small house. <laughs>
0: So, and at the moment, uh, Kath, what are you working on? Have you got a project that's on the go?
2: Well, because I, I sent the 12 boxes and I just flopped for a little while, I thought, because we had to pack them ourselves this time. I usually get the granddaughters to help, but because everybody was locked down, they couldn't. Yeah. So we had to do it ourselves. So it was quite a task. It took like two weeks solid to pack these boxes Wow! So I've just been messing about, really, but I've made a few. Made a few blankets. Yes. I've, I've just, done, I'm just doing one. I'm being disloyal now. I'm just doing one for the refugees in Syria. Yes. Um, because they're in tents in the snow, and again with me double, double, double knitting. Yes. Then yes. the, yeah. But I have got when they go. It's it's always it's always tends to be blankets that I'm making. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but- the other. And, and
0: I, I think it's just so nice to be able to use your, your hobby and your craft to do something that you just know that you are making a difference in someone's life. It's, it's a really lovely thing
2: to be able to do. Well, that's what you like to think. I also think people who, who, the other people in this as well, gives them, it gives them a bit of happiness. Absolutely. It gives, you know, it gives them a purpose, yep. especially the older people who don't feel very useful. Yeah. I think they can feel useful. Knowing that they're keeping somebody warm.
0: Yeah,
2: absolutely. So I think I think it's a double-edged sword. Personally, <laughs> um, you know, it's not just for other people; it's you do it for yourself as you well. You do it
0: for yourself. I agree. I love knitting, and I do so lis- listening to podcasts and audiobooks and things. And it's I find it really therapeutic, and well, nice to feel productive.
2: I can't sit and not do anything mm. with my hands. Yeah, just. Not in my nature, I don't think. Yeah. Not after, a, after a busy life working and three, four children and 11 grandchildren, you can't just stop and do nothing. So yeah. it keeps me occupied.
0: Lovely. Sounds great. Well, Kath, I think you've, you've really shared some lovely things about your, your um, involvement in Knitting Square and your own love of knitting and cro- oh, crocheting, I should say. <laughs> so thank you but- so much for sharing with us. It's a pleasure and
2: thank you and thank everybody at Knitter Square because they make it all so easy. Yeah. And the fact that you can see pictures of your blankets and things on wraps up in children. I mean, lovely makes yeah. it all so much worthwhile, doesn't it? Yeah. You don't just go off having only knows where, you, you get to see them again. I think so. so yeah, yeah. yeah it's really good. Great. Well, really good. I,
0: thank you so much. And I just wish you health and safety and peace and everything in this difficult time
2: yeah yeah i'll get out one of these days i've not been out for nearly five months so wow we wait <laughs> it's a long time hey <laughs> again again i've got my friend the wall to keep me busy so yes so exactly <laughs> as we all have <laughs> yeah yes yeah. good well thank you Kath. i really
0: appreciate your time and have a lovely weekend and yourself
2: and yourself and say hello to everybody okay. i will thanks thank you
0: it's great to have you on the podcast today and um i just yeah i want to welcome you and uh, say i hope everything's going fine with you
3: yes thank you very much for welcoming me <laughs> I would also, i'm also happy to be on podcast yes
0: huh? <laughs> i believe this is your first time on a podcast viv
3: Yes, it is the
0: first time. Oh, that's fantastic. And we'll have to uh, make sure that you know how to listen to your interview once it's broadcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so maybe you can just tell our, our listeners um, how you Rita. first became involved in Knitter Square and um, what drew you to it in the first place.
3: Okay. Uh, I used to work for an NGO and uh, we used to get blankets from... Nita Square, because we had about two hundred children from primary school and about eighty-nine from high school. Mm-hmm. And every day, from Monday till Friday, they would come to to Nites, not sorry not Nita Square. They would come to City Bank Sabo Piro Community Project. Yeah, uh, to do their homework and some to have something to eat mm-hmm. so that when they get home, even if they don't get supper, they would have something that to they've eat. eaten at a City Bank Pilo Community Project. Yes. So I met Rhonda when we requested uh, Mitchell Square to give us some blankets for the children.
0: Okay. Uh, do you remember how long ago that was, Viv?
3: That was uh, in 2010 until
0: 2013. Okay. So you've been involved in Knitter Square much longer than me. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yes. when you started coming to Knitter Square, where was the the barn at that stage? Where where was everybody meeting?
3: Uh, where we are at the moment.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't realize. Yes, I
3: started with them in Rheinberg.
0: Okay. All right. And Viv, what what part of, of um, the the work do you enjoy the most?
3: Uh, I enjoy the most going out to for distributions. Okay. Because you meet a lot of children. Yeah. And you meet different children, like those who have at home and those who don't have. You yeah. know, like when I say that, some are poor. Some are middle, you know, like the middle-aged ones. Yes. But uh, you get uh, maybe one parent, and some don't even have parents.
0: Yes, I see. So, so so when you see them, I guess you're really connecting, and you can you can give them a, a message of love as well. I know that's a square. Oh, yes. I'm oh, yes,
3: because that. I've been involved with those children for a very long time. Yeah. When I started with City Beng Sabopilo.
0: Yes, okay.
3: Of course, we used to give them food every day. We used to, you know, have, uh, do help them with the homework. And some, we used to take them home where they stay, okay. you know. Yeah. And uh, I was very connected to them. Even now, I'm still connected to
0: Gosh, to that's lovely. And it's been many years. I'm sure you've seen oh, them yes. grow up. yes,
3: it's a long time.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Would- very long time.
0: I, with some of the children that that were maybe that started out really um having a hard time when you first knew them and you gave them blankets from Nita Square, have you sort of seen how they've progressed in their lives?
3: Yes, I met a girl um two years ago. Uh, I think she was at high school when I was with City Bank Sabupilo. Yeah. When I met this girl, she was waking as a cashier at Woolworths. Yes. And she was doing very well.
0: Oh, that's so good and to hear. And she
3: and she she was furthering her studies. She said to me, because she she only did me trick, now she was furthering her studies. I haven't seen her for maybe for a while. Yeah. But uh, when I the last time I saw her, she was doing very well.
0: That's great to hear. Yes. Nice. Yeah. And Viv um at the moment, I mean, we've got lockdown at the moment. I know some of the schools have closed. Children have to stay home. Um, and, uh, you know, it's not always easy because some of the parents have to go to work and the children are, are staying home. What What are you seeing? I mean, especially with the, the children that aren't well, um, th- that that are sort of more vulnerable. What, do you, what are you seeing where you live? Um, you
3: know, most of them would... Uh could contact us, you know, like me, mm-hmm. and say uh, we need someone to help us with homework. And I know a few girls that are doing metric now, or some have passed their metric and are not doing anything at all. Yeah, and then we just connect them with those children so that they can help them.
0: Okay. Yes. So, so plans are being made for some of the children to so they can continue their learning.
3: Yes. It's continuing. Wow! It's continuing, even if it's it's locked down. A lot of children, but they need like they need computers. They need phones. They need data to you know. Mm. And um, most of the people haven't got jobs. Yeah. And but uh, we've we've had a few teachers that helped a lot. That are still helping now. Yes. Yes.
0: Okay and uh, you you say you have a squatter camp that's quite close to your home um yes. what what do you know about the children that are there um
3: those children their parents are really struggling they are really struggling mm. yeah we do get some of them that we we've uh, helped with the homework and some with food and uh, A lot of teachers that are, you know, around us, have been helping them a lot, especially Mm. with groceries and with food from home,
0: from their homes,
3: taking it to them.
0: Are you seeing uh, the government supplying um, food packages to those people?
3: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We've seen that. I've seen that.
0: That's good. Even if not all of them, Mm. but I've
3: seen the government helping with food. Okay. With food parcels.
0: And uh, have we ever done a distribution in that squatter camp?
3: Oh, yes, we have. Lots of times.
0: Oh, that's lovely to hear. The, yes. From
3: Knitting Square, yes, we
0: have. Yes, good. Okay, so, sure. And Viv, what are you doing at the moment while lockdown is happening? How are you keeping yourself busy?
3: Okay, I've been uh, knitting a lot. Mm-hmm. Knitting and crocheting. Mostly it's blankets. Okay. You know, uh, 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 the... We have different churches in Soweto. Yes. So, uh, you know, I just knitted a blanket, the colors that goes with a certain church. Oh, and lovely. one of the ladies saw that. Yes. And, and, and she said to me, can you borrow me this blanket? I just want to show a few ladies. Yes. Now I'm getting orders. Oh, that's tremendous. I'm getting Ruth. orders to make them, to, to make for them. And now, other churches with different colors, yes. have also asked me. So I'm doing. I'm not doing the same stitch that I'm using for that the other church. Okay. So it's all different uh, uh, colors, and it's all different stitches. So yeah. others are jealous. No, we want that stitch. You have to <laughs> help us with that other stitch that you started with. So, so that's I'm getting find. orders oh, yeah. left and right.
0: And are you, so you say they're ordering from you. Are you able to make a bit of money out of that? Uh,
3: I'm I'm making a bit of money out of that, yeah. But I'm not doing it alone. Yes. I'm working with my daughter and another lady.
0: Very nice. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. So you found a little niche in the market. People want what you you can make.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I'm doing a lot, a, a, a lot, and uh, the squares that I got from Nita Square, yeah. uh, I haven't done a distribution yet mm-hmm. because uh, I don't know where to take them. Because like the squatter camp that that I was telling you about, that's not far from us. Mm-hmm. We've given them so many blankets from Nita Square, okay. but I wanted to give these that I have to someone who has. N- at anything from us,
0: okay. So you're waiting yeah. sort of till, till something comes up and you hear of somebody.
3: Yeah, I've, 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 I've got two groups, mm-hmm. and it's not very big groups, it's like six and eight. I see, and uh, but uh, I'm going to use some of the wool that I have to make other blankets for them.
0: Yes, yes,
3: yeah. As soon as I'm ready, then I will. Just distrib- do a distribution, but I will make sure that I take photos and send them to meters
0: Square. Yeah, that's always most lovely, especially if if the the squares have come from people around from, the world. Oh yes. Yeah, then
3: that's what s- I'm going to do. Yes.
0: Yeah, you sew them up, distribute them, take photos, and then the members can see their their squares. Uh, oh yes, on the they website. will.
3: They will. Lovely. Most, most of them are from our members. Okay. That, you know, because I took the squares from Nita's Square. Yes. So that's why I'm going to make sure that I send the pictures.
0: Great. <laughs> that's <laughs> lovely, Viv. Well, it sounds like you're keeping well. Um, and I, I I, really hope that uh, you stay well. And, um, oh, yes, I will.
3: Yeah. I will. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much for, for interviewing me.
0: Oh, you're <laughs> most welcome. That it's
3: going to be difficult, but it's not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not at all. It's not difficult. No. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. All
3: right. The end. Yeah. Thank you very much. Hey.
0: All right. Thank you.
3: And goodbye to everyone.
0: Well, thank you for joining me for those lovely interviews with Kath and Vivian. Um, and I before I go, I just want to say thank you to everybody who has been sharing this podcast with friends and family. Um, we need to get the word out for Nita Square, and the podcast is a great way of doing so. Getting to um, a new uh, circle of friends, if you like, to, to let them know everything that we do. But um, more than that, I think it's just a great way for the community to... Uh, to sort of feel closer together we can hear each other's voices we can share e- um, ideas with each other inspire and motivate each other and um, I, I especially love chatting to people who are committed to um, helping the vulnerable and orphaned children in South Africa with <coughs> knitted items so uh, yes thank you for for sharing those who have if you haven't yet done so um, you can do so in many ways uh, if you manage to um, copy and paste the link into an email or onto um, twitter or facebook or if you go into the audio player um, you'll see there's some share options where you can tweet or share on facebook literally from the audio player that's probably the easiest way to do it if you have a twitter or facebook account that is (laughs) but um, you know even if you uh, as i say paste it into an email send it to a friend if they click on the link they will get through to the audio player and be able to press play and listen to it themselves and then of course um they can listen to it from a uh, laptop or a smartphone or wherever um and then to remind you the cascal is continuing and that of course is the knitter square knit along it's being run by Re- rebecca price um And I know that she's posting updates on the um, Knitter Square UK Facebook page, but she's also um, posting on the conversation thread on the website. So if you go to the forum, the Square Circle forum, look up the CASCAL, you'll find um, all the... Uh, the patterns for the various squares listed there and we've done some really lovely patterns and um, people have been fo- posting their pictures which of course because I'm visually impaired I can't actually see the photos but I like to listen to people exclaiming and, and um, uh, congratulating each other on the beautiful squares that they've knitted. So we've done things like the mustache stitch and the basket weave pattern, we've done stripes and um, We've done corner-to-corner um, corner, and the most recent one that I've particularly enjoyed has been the corner-to-corner corner with stripes because I found that, um, you know, the normal corner-to-corner corner is lots of fun, but when you add stripes to it, it somehow becomes um, an interesting exercise, literally row-by-row, row, and to get a lovely striped pattern um, with your with two of your colours that you've selected for your blanket, it really does look very, very nice. Um, so that's that and then uh, we of course in South Africa are um, knitting and crocheting as many squares as we can from our local side to to uh, create bank- blanket packs that can be made into blankets and at the moment my dining room table looks rather interesting because it has lots and lots of different squares. Um, I've got the, the squares that I've been making for the Caskel and I've got squares that. Uh, happened to come out a little larger than than I intended. I think um, it was to do with the yarn that I was using. So they're in a separate pile. And then I have a pile of um, crocheted squares that I've been doing in a chunky navy and cream and red. Uh, Some of them are granny squares, some of them are plain red or plain navy or plain cream. And I think those are going to be made up into a very um, dramatic pattern. Uh, probably Estelle will do those for me because I know that she likes those colors. And then I've got another uh, pile of, of squares that I've been doing in a double knitting crochet, which um, also, it's just a like a granny square pattern with a treble, um, treble stitch, uh, but I've been doing those in a variety of colors sort of mixed around uh, a cream and a gravel color and a rust And some variegated wool that is sort of a it's like a rusty gray mingling of of shades which I can't actually really tell you about much because they they really are quite um, muted but I think combined together uh, they will make a, a really very attractive blanket. So as I say that's all on my dining room table and once I've got enough to make blanket packs I will bundle them up and get them to Estelle or just take them to the barn on on a day when I know that uh, the volunteers are going to be opening up. But of course, we look forward to getting parcels and the post is beginning to trickle in, which is all very wonderful. And um, I know that the volunteers are really excited. So things are are quiet, but steadily moving on, which is wonderful. So thanks for joining me for today's podcast. And um, I hope you'll join me again in two weeks time when I uh, should have some really interesting um, interviews with different people coming up for you so stay safe and um, happy knitting and this is Leanne Hunt casting off you can find show notes at www.knit-a-square.com slash k-a-s dash podcast please tell your friends about this podcast if you've enjoyed it and you can share links on facebook twitter and wherever your knitting friends congregate Together, we are bringing hope to South Africa's vulnerable children, one square at a time.